Hey, gals and guys, it's your host, Phil Larson, and this is your motivational high five on passion. Let's do this. I want to first shout out to a couple new Patreon members, people who are supporting the podcast, Jen Cox, who came in at a dollar a month, and that is enough to get you a shout out on the podcast and a personal invite to our private Facebook group and my eternal gratitude. Jen also goes to my church and just met her really recently for the first time. We've corresponded on Twitter a little bit, but I uh, just met her at a, at a conference. She's pretty cool. Jen Cox, you're number one in my book. And then Pauline Schultz, who came on at $5 a month to join the Super High Five Club. You get everything I just mentioned and then extra content on Patreon um, to a series that I'm calling My Inner Voice. Just short, raw recordings of things that I am discovering and learning and processing on the go. And sometimes you get to hear my son in the background or just some uh, raw recording things. I'm in my car. <laughs> you hear my surroundings a little bit. But um, it's been a lot of fun to do. And uh, it's challenged me a lot with really keeping uh, my processing going between episodes. And also being in the Super High Five Club gives you the ability to have input on future episodes. If there's something that you would like to hear, uh, we can seriously talk about that and consider it. If you'd like to support the show, we just started this on Patreon. Um, I know we're 89 episodes in, but we're just now getting on this. Go to patreon.com slash YMH5. Kind of the main thing is I don't want to include ads to products and things that maybe don't align with the show and really kind of break the seriousness of uh, the voice of the show. But if you want to support through Patreon and get some rewards that way, and I love the community around this podcast, and to, in a way, support you and get to know you better and, you know, how can we help each other, go to patreon.com slash YMH5, the number five. Today we have a guest, Garen Jones. When Garen's PR person reached out to me, uh, I hopped on uh, Facebook to see a little bit more about who he was, and I was kind of uh, floored by a post he had just posted with pictures of when he was homeless and living out of his car. And there's one picture in particular where he's making a syrup sandwich, and it looks kind of disgusting, but uh, it, he showed where he was, where he would sleep, um, the kind of the condition of his car and everything, um, and, and where he is now. And we're going to have guests that speak to some people and that, do, that don't speak to other people, and that's why I like to get a, a wide range of variety of guests. And Garen is a guy who's really uh, flipped his life a, a complete 180 from uh, being homeless to making a lot of money. And, you know, money isn't everyone's goal, and Garen kind of talks about that too as well, but uh, he's a very passionate guy. When I was thinking about what word could this episode be boiled down to, it is passion, and he really um, shows his own passion and then really gets to the heart of it, why we need to find our passion. His website site is Garen Jones. That's spelled G-A-R-R-A-I-N, GarenJones.com. And you can find him, Garen Jones, most other places, um, Instagram, Garen.Jones. So without any further ado, let's get into it. Here's Garen. Hey, thank you for having me on the show. My name is Garen Jones, and I'm a transformation coach. 
I speak all over the world on transformational topics that I gained while taking my life from living in my car for two and a half years to now having several businesses that I actually love that has garnered me over six and seven figure incomes. I'm the happiest I've ever been in my life. And I just want to share everything that I've learned with the world. While I was on this crazy journey, one of the biggest factors that supported me in this transformational change was something that I see that goes on in the world today that people are just missing out horribly. And that is simply doing what you love. And I know you're listening. You're like, you're probably thinking this seems like something so simple. I remember when I was a little kid, I was five years old. It was Christmas time. And all the kids were like showing off in front of the family. Like some of my family was like drunk and they were lounging on the couches and everything. It was my time to get in front of the, in, in front of the family and dance. And I was dancing and sing, singing and everybody was saying, Garen, you can't sing. You can't dance. And even with all his drunkenness, my dad, my dad, he goes, and it was the first time someone had ever taken up for me. He was like, don't you ever tell my son he can't do something. Garen, if you love it, and it makes you happy, then you do it. As long as you make, as long as it makes you happy, then you do it. And and that was the first time that someone had planted that seed of always do what you love if it makes you happy. Fast forward till today. There's so many times I hear people all the time that are saying, I feel like something is missing. Even if they have money, even if they have great relationships, there's always something missing. So I want you to picture this. Picture a little kid coming up to you, if you've ever been a little kid before, or if you have kids at home, coming up to your leg going, mom, 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 dad, 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 for 20 years, what do you think that relationship would be like? It would be empty and cold and dark. You wouldn't have a relationship with that person because there would be no, no, no connection, no stimulation, like something was missing. So now imagine what you used to love to do when you were a little kid, when you were five, six years old. You know how little kids, they're like, I want to be a rock star. I want to be a president. There's always something that has to do with helping people. You will never find a child that says, I want to work a nine to five job out of security and fear just to get paid less than my value to answer to a man or a woman and call them a boss. You don't, that, that wouldn't happen with a little kid somewhere along the line. We give up on that dream. So now imagine if what you used to love to do that made you absolutely happy and that brought you so much joy to your life, you haven't done that for 20 years, 25 years. I ran into this girl the other day and she was like, I just feel like something is missing. I said, what did you used to love to do when you were a little kid? She said, I used to love to dance. I said, when was the last time you danced? She said, 20 years ago. I had her take a dance class every day for an entire week. And then she came back. She was like, I don't know what's happening. I'm getting all these opportunities. And I met this man and all these amazing things were happening. And it didn't have to do with work. It had to do with how she felt about what was going on inside of her. So now my challenge to you is, if you ever said to yourself, you feel like something is missing, is to go back and remember who you are. Because we are, our natural state is joy. And do what you love. Not for the sake of having money or building a business, but for the sake of just living inside of you just simply being happy. Because when you take your happiness out into the world, people are experiencing you totally different. Just remember this. Feeling is the secret. So what did you used to love to do when you were five years old? 
Whenever you do that, you tap into your inner child, your inner child, that is connect. That's like your spiritual umbilical cord to source. And that's where all the creativity, the stimulation, the fun, whenever you're dancing, you're not thinking about bills or anything else. When was the last time you had adventure and play and fun in your life? So if you can look in any area of your life that might be stuck, not working, your relationships, your money, your self-love now, analyze and see if there's any fun, adventure, play, and continuous stimulation in it. You can always pinpoint the feeling aspect in your life. So my challenge to you is do what you love, fill up your own cup, and allow people to experience your overflow. Thank you so much. Man, that's good. And it's a lot for us to kind of think about. And first of all, one thing I do want to say is that if a nine to five job does help people and does bring you joy, which I know some people who have that experience and do do that every day and they love it, then then he's not, I would say Garen, and I think Garen would say this, he's not talking to you. He's talking to the people who's given up any joy in their lives out of fear of not having enough money and feeling like they need to pay the bills and feeling slave to that. I think that's who he's talking to. In fact, in this podcast, private Facebook group is called Internal Motivators. We kind of had a a reverse kind of conversation about this, about someone who was experiencing a lot of joy in their lives because they cut out kind of a typical job so that she could focus on some creative work and yet feeling the pressure at her point in her life is she not doing what she needs to do what most other people are doing and building some sort of financial cushion or career for herself but she also said in the same breath that she is the happiest she has been in a long time and everyone kind of chimed in saying man it sounds like you're you're living a great life And the truth is, no one can tell you what your great life is. You have to find that out for yourself. But if you're not willing to take some risks and give up maybe some security for the chance of joy, you might be missing out on a very fulfilling life. I like how Garen said, even if you have money, there always could be something missing. And he comes back to on on what I come back to on a lot of episodes is to remember who you are. That your natural state is joy. Remember as a kid, what did you want to do with your life? How did you want to help others? One of the things I always say is, who do you want to be? Who do you want to become? And a lot of that has to do with who we are and our dreams as children. And when you live out of that joy, out of that passion, really what brings you to life? What makes you come alive? That's your passion. And when the story that he mentioned, when she started dancing again, and amazing things happened not because of the work she did, but what was going on inside of her. Allow yourself to tap into your inner child. And what's the secret? He says the secret is in feeling. What are we feeling? We're feeling our passion. We're feeling the things that make us come alive. One of the more useful exercises that I had to do in college was an evaluation of myself, except I didn't evaluate myself. I gave this evaluation out to friends who evaluated me. And one of the main qualities that came up time and time again that really put a word and rang true to who I was that really made my inners kind of leap. I felt like this inexplicable leap. The word that kept coming up was passion. He's passionate. And I, and I said, yes, that's, that's who I want to be. And I feel like that's who I am. And as a kid, I was a very passionate kid. And it sometimes didn't come out in the most healthiest of ways. But I had kind of these big reactions sometimes. But also when I was in my bed and I would pray at night and I would <laughs> cry out 
I would remember those times that now as an adult and I go, I was a passionate kid. And I can lean into that now. I should lean into that now. And really following graduating from college where people were taking these paths that were passion killers, I decided I wasn't going to go that way. And it feels like sometimes it can feel like too late. I'm already down that road. Well, it's not. Even if it seems like too much to give something up, try to dance. Take a dancing class for a week, you know, or whatever it is for you. Ignite something inside of you. Ignite your passion. At the end of every episode, like we do, we find a reflection of ourselves in the mirror and we take time to share a positive affirmation with ourselves. This works in conjunction with the latest neuroscience research, which says our brains are like plastic. They can change. They can be formed. They can be melted down and new connections can be made. It's called neuroplasticity. So we do that by sharing something new with ourselves, maybe something positive and affirming, and and, and it goes against the grain of what we've been told, kind of like what Garen said his dad stepped up and told him a new thing, gave him a new way to think. Instead of everyone else going, you can't do this, his dad says, if it makes you happy, you do it. When you find a reflection of yourself because you're going to be telling yourself this, say this, say this with some passion. Today, I will look inside myself to find the thing that ignites me. And from this moment, you've made a choice you did that (laughs) to look inside of yourself it's hard work you need to dig but down there deep down in there there's a small coal that is you as a child still burning still warm and it can be ignited your passion i can't do that for you no one can it starts with you you